Thank you, uh, my sister Agnes. Thank you for leading us in an opening prayer. Beloved, you're all most welcome for this morning uh, glory, morning devotion. We want to thank God for the gift of life and enabling us to be in his presence this morning. We want to thank God for bringing us to this new month. Um, this new month, we are talking about divine lifting, faith as a case study. Today, our focus is on Joseph. But I, I want to thank God for uh, our sister, Reverend Betty, who laid a very good foundation on divine lifter. Yesterday, I'll not spend so much time in explaining divine lifter. But I want us to start with a prayer before we, we to, to proceed with a prayer. We have already prayed, but it, it's, it does no harm to pray again. Blessed Redeemer, we, your children, have come to you this morning to hear what you have in store for us. Thank you for watching over us through the course of the night. Thank you for providing for us, especially um, the enablement for us to be together in this style. Thank you for an opportunity to come together in seeking your face and waiting on you. Lord, as we share in your word, I pray that you speak to us. Use me as a mere vessel that will, will be used to bring out your word. Lord, I pray that you only let me uh, put across only that which you have instructed me. Thank you, Lord. Receive honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Uh, friends, when I thought about divine lifting, I, I, came to, uh, I, I kept thinking to myself about many people, all of us generally, who wake up in the morning and seek out something to do. And I was asking myself, why do we get up and go to do what we do? Everyone seeks out for a reason, goes out for a reason. And you realize that every one of us desires to be promoted, desires to be, to achieve something, desires to get somewhere. And, and um, there are many, many other reasons based on different people with different reasons. And some people want to be lifted in their marriages, so others job promotion. You know, many will tell you they want to be lifted in ministry, ministry growth, finances, mention it. But children of God, our lifting is divine. Our lifting is divine, and it begins with entering in a relationship with Jesus Christ because he alone is an ultimate example for those lifted in the Bible. And even before we focus on our sharing the scripture for that day, I want us to look at Philippians chapter 2, reading from verse 5. Philippians chapter 2, if you will turn there with me. Because I, I, Jesus is our ultimate example. And I want us to look at him or no in this Paul's letter to the Philippians chapter 2. Verse 5 says, I will not pick it from verse 5. Let me pick it from verse 6. Okay, verse 5. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, 
did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Verse 9, therefore God <clears throat> exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Friends, we see Jesus himself limit, lifted above all. And now this with mind that Jesus was lifted. For us children of God, as I have mentioned that our lifting is divine, we need to tap to this one, this, this one Christ whose name given, that at the sound of that name, whose name that every knee bows down. I thought I should start, I needed to start from that angle of looking at an overall example, an ultimate example, who, whom we see that was lifted high before we get into Joseph. And also to say that um, divine lifting is, is when God promotes you. I said, I don't want to go into, into the details, but just to mention, and also that when God makes us head and not tails in life, Beloved, as I have mentioned, that for us children of God, the divine lifting, the lifting that we desire to see the promotion is divine. It comes from God himself. It is God's desire to lift up his children. It is God's desire to see all of us lifted because he says that no weapon fashioned against you shall prevail. You refute every tongue that raises against you. There are many tongues that will want to put you down, as we shall see in the case of Joseph, where his own brothers became jealous of him because of the favor he won from their father. So there are those tongues that will accuse you. There are those um, you know, accusers that will raise against you. There are circumstances that will want to put you down. But friends, the Bible is full of so many that went through so many circumstances that tried to put them down, but God lifted them to glory. Among many others, we are going to focus on Joseph this morning. Joseph is our focus. Friends, Joseph, a young star, was very confident. His natural self-assurance increased by being Jacob's favorite, the son that um, he knew that he loved the most. Of course, knowing God designed on his life, he's unbearable to his 10 older brothers. They, they, the brothers became jealous of him. You know that they ended up conspiring against him. But this self-assurance, Joseph's self-assurance molded the pain and combined with a personal knowledge of God, that allowed him to survive and prosper where most people would have failed. Joseph prospered in spite the circumstances. And it is my prayer that no matter what you are going through, no matter the circumstances you are in, 
God will prosper you. God will lift you up from that place of low estate to the hired place where you ought to be. You know, <clears throat> I love Joseph about how, what, what, how he began and what he began with that dream ended up being the last thing that brought him to, to the lift the position that he was lifted to. He started with a dream. You remember as a youngster, he just had dreams and he shared excitedly, sharing his dreams to his brothers, to his family. And of course, you know, the dreams brought problems to him. And um, thank God he designed it, that it would be a process for him to get to the higher position where he had it to be. He was sold as a slave, ended up into Potiphar's house. And you know what happened with Potiphar's wife. But one thing that stands out for Joseph, he's a man that determined to fear God, no matter where he was, no matter how far he was from his parents. The Bible says that when he was approached by Potiphar's wife, Joseph said, how can I sin against God? How can I do this? He did not fear that my parents are going to see me. If that was the case, he had an opportunity. The parents were very far, very far. I, I always tell children whenever they are going to school and they have an opportunity to, to share with different children that come my way. I, I tell them, you have been at home and maybe you're thinking you are under the cover of your parents and you're thinking, I can't do this. Mommy and daddy cannot allow me do this because there are some children who told me that one thing they fear most is their parents. <laughs> so I'm telling them, now you're going back, to, you're going to school where your parents are not going to be. But remember, there is one whom you should fear that sees every corner. And this was Joseph. Joseph did not fear his parents because they were not there. And he recognized that in spite of the distance from his homeland to where he was, God was watching over him. Friends, it's a lesson for us. Beloved, if God is going to lift you up, you must be aware of his presence and desire to do what is right in his sight fearing him and purposing to, to live a righteous life that you do not sin against God. We, we see him, of course, lifted, put in position above every other worker in Potiphar's home. From there, because of the accusations of the wife, he's thrown into prison. What happens even if then prison did not hinder him from being recognized as, a, as someone who, has, uh, who, who, who had, who had um, leadership qualities, he was put in place to be in charge of all prisoners. 10 years or so later, he preached dreams for these prisoners who were with him. And actually, the, as he interpreted the dreams, it happened the same way and they were released. And now this is where I want us to start from when he is forgotten by his own, the one whom he had told, please remember me when you get out. And unfortunately, he was forgotten. In two years, two years, Joseph was forgotten. And, and I, 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 I was thinking about this morning before our, our coming together, 
that it wasn't that this man possibly wanted it to forget Joseph, but it was designed by God. God designed it that way, that Joseph had to remain in prison two years later because he had to accomplish and to learn all the lessons he had to learn before he finally comes out. And it was also another opportunity for the center stage for him to come on board and be able to meet with the Pharaoh. Possibly it wouldn't have been so if this cup bearer had remember, remembered him immediately. Anyhow, now as our sister read so well for us in, the, in verse 37 to 35, you, you see that uh, um, God used the, the Pharaoh, Pharaoh to have the dreams and he calls all the, the, the magicians, the, the wise men and he, inter- he asks them to interpret the dreams, but no one, no one was able to. When this man remembered the cup bearer, okay, kindly uh, Agnes, you want to look out to help uh, 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 mute some people who accidentally tap their their watch icons. Anyway, um, verse thirty nine, the cup bearer finally remembers after after the magicians and the wise men failing to, to, to interpret the dreams for the king, the, magic, the, the cup bearer now remembers. And whom does he remember? He remembered Joseph, whom he had left in prison. Friends, God will never forget his own. God will never forget his own people. People can forget you. Friends can forget you. But God will never forget you. When you're in a place and you think, oh my goodness, now things have gone wrong since I lost my job, I no longer have people calling on me, since things have gone up this direction, I no longer have friends there in my mind. He never forgets his own. And he and and his own timing, he makes all things beautiful. So I want to encourage someone who is the in a low estate, in somewhere, somewhere, somehow, where you're thinking that you are forgotten. I, I have had a number of people say, oh my goodness, you, you go with a provost visits a parishioner and someone say, says, this is the first time in 10 years or 20 years to have a priest visiting me from the, from the cathedral. Now, you could be that person and you're thinking, Cathedral has 10 priests, but no one has ever visited me. I want to encourage you, never mind. God knows you and never forget you forever. He will show up in a way that you don't uh, imagine. Praise the Lord. Again, going back to verse 14 in the same chapter. In verse 14, we read that... um, so Pharaoh sent for Joseph and he was quickly brought and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. When he had shaved and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. Friends, Pharaoh was brought now in a new shape, cleansed, washed, cleaned, and prepared to face the king. This 
was just for him to come and explain that dream to, to the king. And thank God, thank God for the gift of interpretation God had given it to Joseph. But again, when you read verse 17, 16, you realize that Joseph did not take the glory. Beloved, Joseph recognized that it was not him that was to, to interpret the, the, the dream. But what did he say in verse 16? He said, but God will give Pharaoh the answer in Christ. Joseph kind of that not many want to quickly think about. Because he was thinking about today, men were gifted, women gifted in the ministry, and what miracles through you. Many people must take the glory. If someone performs a miracle today, the next day wants to, 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 know, to, to build a church and attract the crowd, come and receive your miracle. But it's God. It is God that does miracles. So Joseph recognized and expressed to, to, to Pharaoh that it is only God that who was able to interpret the dream. So friends, when something happens, I think Reverend Betty uh, expressed this very well yesterday and said, when we come to give thanks we, to God, we recognize that all of that we are, is not by might, by, by power or whatever, it is by the grace of God. It's important, friends, if God is going to raise you up to a higher level, you must recognize that it is by his grace. It is by his power, not by might, not by strength. Praise the Lord. Now, when we're moving forward, verse 37, 38, after listening and receiving Joseph's interpretation, the king has listened and has heard Joseph has interpreted and has gotten the counsel. What happens? Pharaoh realized that surely this is what he needed. And so he engages the officials and asks them if they could find anyone else like Joseph filled with the spirit of God. Friends, again, wherever we are, whatever God has given to us, it is for us to reveal the glory of God that even those that don't believe are able to recognize that it is God working in us. I love the fact that Pharaoh, a foreigner who knows nothing about God, was able to recognize that the spirit of God was with Joseph. Praise the Lord. Now, what do we learn from this? Friends, when you exalt God, he too will exalt you. When you lift him up, he will lift you up. When you run it, him will run to you. When you, you, you lift his name up, he will draw men to himself. Praise the Lord. God exalts you. When God exalts you, all people recognize that you're not just an ordinary person. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Joseph was, was, God exalted Joseph. The king was able to recognize that the spirit of God was in Joseph. Hallelujah. I pray this will be the case with every one of God's children, especially those gathered here this morning, that in your workplace, in your family, wherever you are, in your world, the world around you, 
will be able to recognize the presence of God in your life? And how will this be in your conduct, in your response to circumstances, in your response to, to, to the situations around you? In different ways, I pray that God will be able to, 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 to be, people will be able to see God in your life that even those that do not believe will come to believe in the God that you serve. Praise the Lord. So verse 39, Pharaoh said, since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one is as intelligent or wise as you are. Wow, wow. What a joy. What a joy that God exalts his own people and puts them to a level that they cannot be comparable. When you carry the glory of God, when you carry the presence of God, you cannot find anyone who will, who will beat you in that area. God has blessed you. Praise the Lord. Because God has gifted us in different areas. Each one of us, you have an area God has called you to serve in. It be in the kitchen as, as a helper. It be in the top position, in the top management position. It be a cleaner wherever you are. The Lord has given you something on the inside of you that you are able to stand out that in that particular area, no one will be able to be equal with you. Praise the Lord. Verse 40, Joseph was put in charge of all people and they were all submit to his orders. I pray, I pray this morning that God himself will lift you up and will cause all people to come to see and realize that surely without you, things cannot move. That people want to consult with you. And someone wants to, why would you go through this? And beloved, this still comes by you spending time with God. It doesn't just come anyhow, just like that. Why? Because we know that all the years Joseph was in a prison, all those years, Joseph had a Everyone that I'm going to work, I pray, I make a particular prayer. And even when I enter office, I say, God, as I enter into this place, I pray that whoever comes in this office downcast will leave this place smiling and filled with joy. Beloved, I'm always overwhelmed when I see people coming in tears. And by the time they are walking out of office, they are smiling. I just give God the glory. Praise the Lord. I am told that my network is on and off. Uh, can someone clear me? Clearly hear me? Yes. Yes, now we can yes. hear you. Yes, yes. We can now hear oh, you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
Yes, uh, I was encouraging us and saying, friends, we need to spend time alone, personal time alone, to study God's word and to read, I mean, to pray. Jesus, Jesus spent quiet time alone every other morning when the Bible tells us that in, in, he went to a solitary place. Him being God, a son of God, still was able to get up in the early hours of the day to seek the Lord. How much more us? We should do it even more than that. So I pray that God will enable us and help us to spend more time with him more than anything else where we spend other time. So what do we learn? What do we learn from Joseph? Friends, for, for, for one of the things that I learned from Joseph is the fear of God. The fear of God is a must for if you're going to be lifted and God is going to lift you up, you must have the fear of God within you. That you do not fear anything else but fear God alone. For when you fear God, you do what he he commands and you obey his instructions. You do not do things because uh, my boss is saying, um, you're doing things because uh, you want to be seen or whatever. No, you do things just that you, because you fear God and you want God him alone to be exalted. I already mentioned humility as I read verse 16. God is looking for the humble. God wants to exalt the humble. For Matthew 23, verse 12, tells us, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. God exalts the humble, but he brings down those who exalt themselves. Again, pray that God will teach us humility, that we'll be so humble like Joseph was, so that he may be able to fulfill what he wants to do in us. Somebody, uh, I quote someone who, someone said, humility is the attire you require to maintain your present lifting, as well as to appreciate further quick promotions. Now, for you who is already there, the Lord has lifted you, to maintain that position, you need humility. Praise the Lord. You must have humility for you to remain in that present position where you are. But also for you to be promoted, you as well need humility. So may the Lord teach us humility. May the Lord help us. I always fear to make this prayer because humility is a command. We should be humble. When you pray that prayer, God give me humility. He might it might take you through a circumstance or a situation that you are not ready to face. Anyway, simply we just have to be humble because it costs us nothing. It costs you nothing. It costs me nothing to be humble because when we humble ourselves, God is lifted. God's glory is, is seen and his rewards are evident. Praise the Lord. Again, the other thing is obedient, obedient to God's command, obedient. You know, when, when you are obedient, the Bible says that when you're obedient, you'll eat the fruit of the land. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28 puts it very clearly and states out all the blessings. You'll be blessed out of the city, but all is if you, are, if you obey. And also we read in Exodus chapter 19, that if we obey the commands of God and, and keep the instructions, we, we will be God's chosen treasured possession. 
Now you don't want to be less that or below that. Friends, it is my prayer that God will help us to live in obedience to his command and to his instructions. Joseph knew the law. I'm very sure he was brought up to know what to do and what not to do. So when he was faced with the Pharaoh's, uh, Potiphar's wife, he could not do contrary. He rather obeyed God. He, he chose to do what is, is right in the sight of God other than going ahead to sleep with this woman whom he knew was not his wife. The other lesson we learn is that hard work pays. Friends, we, we just have to be diligent in our work. Workstation, we must be available. It's the provost who, who, who keeps referring to officers who leave their jackets on, on their chairs and walk away and come back and pick their jackets to prove that they have been in office and actually since they are not there. May the Lord forbid it that that will be upon us, God's children. If you are to work, be at work. If God has given you that office, work so hard that even your boss will recognize and say that surely this man, this woman that knows what he's doing, this person is, is just not working for money. We, we children of God are beyond that. We don't work for money. Friends, I want to tell you that salary has never been enough and it will never be enough to prove that think about people that are um, seated in offices where they are giving themselves the, uh, uh, things that don't belong to them. Think about the people that are acquiring, grabbing land left and right. It's not the poor who don't have that are grabbing, no. It is those that already have that are grabbing. What does that tell us? That there is no money, there's no amount of salary that can be enough to satisfy you. So friends, for us children of God, we should desist from the, 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 the thoughts of working for money and working to gain it all because we know our paymaster is God himself in heaven. He is our paymaster. He is our rewarder. He's the one who satisfies us. So I want, I, I pray again. I pray that God will help us to be diligent in our work, that we, we, will, we will be able to even preach the gospel through how we work and through uh, to the people that we work with. That will be exemplary. Praise the Lord. I, 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 I thank God that God has raised so many men and women in our generation that are exemplary. Many of you have shared testimonies. Many of you have, have, have uh, examples. But I, I remember particularly this one young man who applied for a job and he was, the, 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 the job requirement was a master's and when he went to do this job, they gave him that job and one year down the road, he never got his, his um, appointment letter. And when his boss, his supervisor demanded for an appointment letter for this young man from the, the overall boss, the overall in charge says, no, Our, the job description said we need someone with masters. The supervisor who knew nothing about this man, apart from the worker relation, he said, I would rather have you send away three people and retain this young man. I had this young man share a testimony. I was very encouraged. They, then the boss said, we have to reapply it, to re-advertise again. 
for the sake. And they had to lower the, 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 in advertisement, they lowered the qualifications and they asked one must have a, a degree. And believe me, he went and took up the job. Glory to God, praise God that there are men and women in our generation that are shining out. Now friends, maybe for you, you are still struggling, you are not yet there. Maybe you are having the struggles one way, one way or the other. May you make it a prayer that God will help you to be diligent, that even those that don't know him will see your work and will in you and want to serve. Praise the Lord. This goes with absolute dedication, committing yourself being the one who is early in office, doing the things that even beyond your JD, so that you are promoting the name of God, even that office where you are. Friends, all these things don't mean that you'll, you'll have it all and you'll be quickly lifted. I am aware that the, the accuser of this world, the accuser of believers, He's always there to accuse God's children. You may be accused in one way or the other. You may be going through a circumstance and you're asking yourself that, what have I not done? Beloved, in spite of all whatever you're going through, be consistent in doing good. Do not grow weary of doing good. At the right time, God will lift you up. Praise the Lord. So be encouraged. Be encouraged that you can do all these things. You can stand out. You can, you know, lift up the name of the Lord and you still go through difficulties. I, I mean, uh, the other time I was praying with someone who told me and said, Reverend, I am about to, leave up, to give up. I have waited long enough. And I said, my dear sister, at the point you think of giving up, you don't know what God is planning next. Because the enemy could be planting something and causing you to give up and miss out on your divine blessing. So friends, I want to encourage you that no matter where you are, you could be struggling. It is healthy conditions. It could be financial struggles. It could be frustration at your workplace. I don't know where you are, but I want to encourage someone this morning that do not grow weary of doing good. If you are in a situation where you, you are looked down and nothing seems to be good or what you're doing, keep on keeping on because God he is on time. All things beautiful. Praise the Lord. So do not give up. Keep up doing the right thing because I want to tell you, when God is lifting up his children, it does not matter how much you have been in that situation. It does not matter what you have gone through. It does not matter who is around, whether they know you or they don't know you. That is that you are a child of God and it is God's only desire to lift you up, friends. It's been my prayer. I've been praying even as I kept pray, preparing. I've been praying particularly for the people that have been in, with ailments, sick, you, 
are down, you have cried that you have prayed all manner of prayers. God is raising you from that bed. God is breaking that chain of, of affliction and the name of Jesus. I bring for those that are struggling financially, school fees and having nothing to put on, you know, on the table, struggling in one way or the other. I feel rainfalls such people and i know this season is a season of divine lifting god is lifting up his children do not miss out on this keep in his presence strive to do what is right in his sight keep on keeping on do not give up friends even when everyone seems to be forgetting you remember god will never forget you he cares for you. He knows you. And he's aware of what you're going through. Praise the Lord. Will you, beloved, remain faithful in the face of affliction? Will you remain faithful even when you are falsely accused? Will you stand out and do what is right that all will be able to see and know that surely you are different from the rest of the world, from the rest of the people, from the rest of the staff, the workers, mm -hmm. that someone who doesn't know the Lord, like Pharaoh, Pharaoh was able to identify that no one was as equal to Joseph. I pray this will be to someone in this month. I pray in this season mm -hmm. that as we carry on through this month, God will lift you up, my brother. God will lift you up, my sister, and you'll not remain in that place where you are. Just know that you are there for a short time because no matter how much time you are there, it is a short time because God is with you. The psalmist says in, in Psalm 23, verse 4, that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you are with me, you are Lord and your staff will comfort me. I pray that even as you're waiting, in those years, Joseph was in a prison. I don't know the prison, you're, the kind of prison you are in. I pray that God will give you the grace to keep waiting and doing what is right, that in his own timing, you will not miss out on the divine lifting. And at the end of the day, the world will know that surely God's word prevails. Friends, God is aware and he has called each one of us to be a solution to someone. As Joseph was a solution in Egypt, which led to actually a salvation upon his family when you read the whole story. I pray that you too will be a solution where there is no solution, where there is no hope. Friends, the church is the only hope for a nation and you are that church. When people are crying, when people are lamenting, when people have no where to run it to, may they find you available to give a solution, to give hope to the hopeless and to bring life where there is no life, especially to those that are about to give up and lose their faith. It is my prayer this morning that the Lord himself will continue doing what he's doing in our lives, no matter where we are, but knowing that he is lifting each one of his children in his own timing. May the Lord bless you and over to you, Sister Agnes. Thank you, Reverend Florence. We thank our God and our Father for this word that has come to us this morning. Blessed Father, Lord. I ask that you bless your servant. Lord, replenish her. Fill her with your power. 
fill her, Lord, with your Holy Spirit to continue preaching your word with boldness of God. Father, we thank you for this word that has come to us this morning. And we ask that we shall not be just hearers of your word, but we shall be doers of your word. Our God and our Father, we thank you, Lord, for you have spoken to us, O oh Lord. Lord, we pray that we shall acknowledge you as a God who is seated on the throne, a throne of power and authority, a throne where all knowledge comes from. Lord, I pray that we shall recognize you and give you glory and honor, for you are God, you are our creator. Blessed Father, we exalt you, O God, and ask that you help us, O God, to pray that we carry on your presence wherever we stop. Father, we ask that you forgive us, our God and our Father, where you have placed us in places and we have failed to carry your presence. Blessed Father, Lord, we ask that this morning, as you have spoken to us through your servant, that Lord God Almighty, we shall be able to carry your presence wherever you have placed us, O God. Lift us up, O God, to realize that you are God with never fails. You are God with above all circumstances. Lord God Almighty, come down, O God, and give us conviction to always set apart some time to seek your face, to set apart some time to study with your word, your word, King of Glory, because it is then that we shall be able to understand you. It is then that we shall be able to keep with your presence wherever we go. Heavenly Father, the enemy sometimes brings fear in us, O oh Lord. Lord, fear is not from you. Blessed Father, Lord, we ask that you strengthen us, O oh Lord. Lord, remove fear from us because you will be us, O oh God. And fear is not from you. It is for the enemy. Blessed Father, Lord, we ask that you humble us, our God and our Father. Forgive us where we have lived in arrogance and failed to be humble, King of glory. You yourself, you are humble. How come that for us to claim to follow you, we are not obedient, we are not a humble, King of glory, this morning we submit your Lordship and ask that you remove hearts of stone from us, O oh God. Give us hearts of flesh. Give us hearts of flesh to obey you, O God. Move anything that makes us blessed, Father, Lord. We are over the earth to roll in our life like Joseph lived, O oh God, in your ways, King of God. Help Almighty, remove anything that takes us away from you. Remove distractions from us, O oh Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, and minister to us. And now, Lord, as we prepare to leave this fellowship and go to do other activities, we invite your anointing, Lord, anoint us with your Holy Spirit. Now that we have heard this word of God, may this word build us up, O oh Lord. May this word be applied to our places of work. May this word be applied to our businesses, O oh Lord. Father, we pray for your angelic visitation of God. We pray for your divine understanding, King of glory. We pray for your favor upon us, O oh Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, and minister to us, Lord, your mighty, your faithful. 
will bless you and honor you for in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen.